Social media is once again rife with concerns over the 126-year-old Mullaperiyar Dam. In this episode, let's get to know the issue better. I'm Ajish Chaudh and you're listening to Newsbreak. The disputed structure, Mullaperiyar Dam, was commissioned on October 10, 1895 at Vallakadavu in Idiki district's Pirimedu Taluk. The dam was constructed to keep alive Madurai's lifeline the river Vaigai which otherwise would remain dried up for half a year Before talking about the disputes let's look at the history of the dam Discussions on constructing a dam began in 1789 and British engineers Colonel John Pennyquick and R Smith submitted the blueprint in 1882 Two years later The British started a dialogue with King Vaishagam Tirunal of Travancore. Following the talks, Travancore signed a deal with the government of Madras in 1886. The construction started in 1887 used surkhi, a mixture of lime, jaggery, sugarcane juice, egg white and others and granite to lay the foundation of the now disputed structure. The structure comprises the 176 feet high and 1200 feet long main dam, a baby dam and an earth dam. The dam was the result of the far-sightedness of John Pennyquick to address droughts in five Tamil Nadu districts. The Madras famine during the fag end of the 18th century led Pennyquick to the Travancore king with a plan to construct a dam across the river Periyar. The construction began with funds allocated by the Madras province. But the partially constructed structure was washed away in torrential rains. When it repeated once again, the Madras government dropped the plan, but Pennyquick sold off his and wife Grace Georgina's properties to raise funds and successfully complete the construction. The success made him the secretary of public works in Madras province. He left for England in 1903 where he lived in a government provided accommodation till his death on March 9, 1911 at the age of 70. The Tamil Nadu government has declared January 15 the birthday of Pennyquick as a public holiday. So that was a brief of how the dam came to being. Now let us take a look at the dispute between the two states regarding the structure the first dispute between the two states arose after india's independence on whether tamil nadu had the right to generate electricity using the water from the dam however the two states reached an agreement on may 29 1970 while tamil nadu was allowed to generate electricity from the project it surrendered fishing rights in the leasehold land in favor of kerala but within 10 years another controversy erupted over the safety of the dam leaks found in the structure in 1979 triggered the dispute over the water level the water level was brought down to 136 feet after the structure was suspected to be weak after a long legal battle a five judge constitutional bench of the supreme court ordered the water level to 142 feet on may 7 2014 The Mullaperiyar water level has touched the 142 mark 3 times after the Supreme Court had allowed it to raise the water level. 
the water level touched 142 feet on November 21st, 2014 and December 6, 2016. Whereas on August 15, 2018, it went past the mark. Generally, it has been noted that the water level increases to 142 feet during the retreating monsoon. The northeast monsoon is gathering strength over Kerala, close on the heels of the southwest monsoon which wrecked havoc in the state. The copious amount of rain that Kerala received has raised questions and concerns again. Kerala's worries are primarily based on the structural capability of the dam and the eventual destruction it can cause to life and property in case of an unfortunate event. As I said earlier, the structure at Mullaperiyar is a masonry gravity dam constructed with a mix of limestone and burnt brick powder also called as surki. Lime was used instead of cement and brick powder instead of sand. Lime surki however is not as strong as concrete. Gravity dams use their weight and gravitational force for support and stability. The outer part of the dam was once strengthened using concrete after it was found that the structure had weakened. As there is a gap between the lime surki originally used to construct the dam and the concrete layer, they won't function as a single unit. The Kerala side is worried that the water leaks through the gap between the surki and concrete and from beneath the dam. The leakage takes with it the lime used to construct the structure. The loss of lime has reduced the dam's weight, thereby weakening the structure. Its capacity to store water too has been affected according to studies from the Kerala side. When constructed, the technology to withstand earthquakes was not available. Some studies have pointed out that the dam was constructed in a seismic area. Any additional pressure caused by floods, age or earthquake might affect the dam. Kerala fears that any threat to Mullapiriyar Dam would affect the population in Alapura, Kottayam, Idiki and Ernakulam districts. Studies indicated that Varapura, where the Periyar joins the Vembanad Lake, would be under 5 meters of water in case of an unfortunate event. Water and debris from Mullaperiyar would flow into the Idiki Dam located 47 kilometers downstream. The Idiki Dam would not withstand such pressure. Kerala has been arguing against holding water beyond the 137 feet level and demanding for the construction of a new dam. Tamil Nadu, however, has been advocating to increase the water level to 152 after strengthening the dam. But why is Tamil Nadu objecting to a new dam? Tamil Nadu's argument is that the old structure, now retrofitted, is as good as the new dam. They say that no dam in the world constructed prior to 1940 had a drainage gallery. Old dams without any drainage provisions are functioning satisfactorily even today. Tamil Nadu diverts an average of 21,000 million cubic feet of water from the Mullaperiyar Reservoir for irrigation purposes. It also generates electricity from the water. According to certain estimates, this gives Tamil Nadu total benefits worth over rupees 500 crore every year, whereas they have to pay to Kerala only a few lakhs in return. 
Tamil Nadu fears losing out on these economic benefits enjoyed by them if a new dam and a new agreement is to be made between the two states. As the site proposed for the new dam is not within the area leased out to Tamil Nadu. We need to see how both the state governments are going to work out a solution for this problem. Meanwhile, Kerala should constantly monitor the rainfall and the inflow to the reservoir and be prepared for any eventuality if the structural stability of the dam is challenged though there is no imminent threat to the dam for more explainers on current topics keep listening to news break